Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Well, thank you, Lucius. It is the GBAC Nation here on the Fan Time now for Krusty's Corner. Here he is. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Uh, a couple of things I heard over at the Star today. Uh, well, one of the uh, well, actually, two things. Curse is going to play this week. Yes, yes, let's yes. go. I heard that. Yes. And another thing is these uh, practice squad elevation things that they get. It's just a technical thing. You know, they they can run out of them. You're allowed three of them. It resets when you get in the playoffs. Nice. So if they need to bring guys up, you're thinking, oh, man, they're out of out of the elevations of this guy or that guy. So it's just something to keep in mind, you know, if the Cowboys are looking for an extra offensive tackle, offensive lineman, something like that, or extra defensive lineman, whatever, that the elevations re- reset. So Won't you, be a kicker, though. Vizcaino's not going to play. You know what? I don't know. I, have, I can't get anybody to tell me that, but the fact hmm. that uh, – the fact that, uh, and I'm going to ask you guys a question about okay. this in the sports mix. So let's talk about that when we get there. But uh-huh. I, I don't think they're going to elevate the kicker. I, I don't. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see on that one. All right, hey uh, Chief, I'll start with you on this one. And uh, if you're Dan Quinn, how do you set the tone on defense? How do you set the tone defensively? Well, uh, I, I think you want to consistently uh and this is early in the game and this is to me for four quarters i think you want to just do your best to confuse uh brock purdy the youngster quarterback Uh, uh, and the cowboys have done a great job all season long at disguising coverages and moving things uh post snap and i think you have to lean into that heavily and you got to blitz this guy when this guy gets blitzed and he's pressured from the blitz he is a different quarterback and so I, I think that you'll have well-timed Dan Quinn blitzes that could really change this game. How about you there, Zachary? I think it's all about how you use Micah Parsons in this game because he's your biggest disruptor. And I think we saw last week early Micah Parsons was able to rattle Tom Brady, but also on that third down, the use of their, their best four pass rushing set where it's it's Lawrence, Armstrong, Fowler, and Micah. And if he is able to get home with four, I think Dan Quinn now knows I can go into my full bag of tricks and we're going to have a field day. Because then he's realizing, all right, I've got the ability to rush with four. We're going to give him problems. And now I can just play around with whatever I want. If I want to send extra guys, great. But I can also now have the ability to, to drop back and cover and move guys wherever I want to. But I think however he deploys Micah and wherever he descends, decides to send him is going to really allow him to figure out, okay, this is now where I can really play and mess around and move guys here. So I think Micah Parsons is more so going to dictate what Dan Quinn can do in this game. 
Yeah, I, I think I think it's a mistake to think you can pressure him into mistakes just because he's a rookie. Because the way the offense is designed to get the ball out quickly, and the way his players are um, at getting open very quickly. I, I just don't think that if you're sending extra guys, you're going to have this heyday of pressures and turnovers. I'm going with the fog of war technique. I'm dropping a bunch of dudes. I'm saying Micah Parsons and Tank attack, but I, I'm going to drop eight sometimes. Sometimes I'm going to be like, yep, we, we rushed two guys. Two defensive tackles stood up and backed up and waved their arms. And if you want to come after us with the run, that's fine. But I, I'm not going to let... Brock Purdy pick us apart by playing man back there because they've proven that if you get pressure on him, his guys are going to be open. And I, I know it's tempting to think Micah Parsons can get in there, but we saw the Cowboys pass rush neutralized by significantly less offensive lines throughout the second half of the season. I'm going with this, the tone setter right off the jump. I'm putting Micah Parsons over Trent Williams, and I'm going to try and win that first battle right off the bat. I'm going to try and see if I'm going to say, okay, you know what? Let's see. It's, you know, and usually I would say move Mike around. Don't let him, you know, and I think that could be a plan. But if you, if and it happened the other day in that game against the Buccaneers, they tried to run the ball. It was negative two Parsons from the backside. Yeah. To me, if you say your best offensive lineman is Trent Williams, my best defensive player is Micah Parsons. You find a way to win that right off the jump. That could be a tone setter for you in this football. Game. Oh, yeah. That's kind of what they, you know, that's how I, I would look at this. Now, I'm not saying every down put Micah Parsons over because I don't think that's good business. But I think you do something to show that you're, you're here to play today. You're here to play, whether it's slot blitz, whether it's, uh, you know, something, to, something that sets the tone that you're going to be in for a long day today. Because I'm not going to let you see, like you said, Gavin, just pick me apart back here. Micah Parsons, one-on-one, Trent Williams, find a way to win that matchup right off the jump set the tone going forward for your defense. That'd be sweet. And especially because, like, the difference of last year, Micah was playing a lot of off-ball linebacker yeah. in this game. Yeah. Not this time around. Gavin, you can, only yeah. ha- you can only have one of these. Cowboys can block well or they can tackle well. Um, I'm, I'm going to say they can, they're going to block well because then I'm going to get to 30 points. Right? I, and I'm very confident we're going to be in that game. If... If we tackle well, I, I'm, I'm not sure you're going to be able to score enough to beat them. So I want the certainty of being able to move the football for four quarters. Chief? Yeah, I want to be able to block well in this game. If I'm blocking well, and, and because my the best thing I have going outside of, I guess, Micah Parsons, you would say, is the fact that I got the quarterback advantage. And if we're blocking well, then I expect Dak to be at his at his best. And to me, Dak at his best is what gives you the best chance to win the football game. So hard because if you don't tackle well, you lose. But it is blocking because that means Dak plays well. We saw that last week. They they protected him up front. Dak played his best game, and if Dak plays well, the Cowboys win this game. Give me block well as well. That's I I, th- I feel like there's plays to be had in the secondary. I mean, if you find a way to keep that that front solid, I I don't I mean, however you have to do it, backs, tight ends, whatever you have to do, one on one stuff. Block well in this game. You can make some plays. Cowboys receivers can get open. Tight end can get open against these guys in the back end. You give Dak time to play in this game, they're going to have some problems with the 49ers. We just went unanimous. Yeah. How about that? Unanimous. Is that the first time in sports mix history? Been a while. Been a while. Gavin. Yeah. Uh, did I start with you last time on this? Or did, yeah, you did. Okay. You how about, how about, uh, let's go with uh, I go with uh, 
go with Zach on this one then. How okay. about this? I'll All go right. with Zach real quick. In, in his Bob Lilly shirt. Yeah. Bill, Vid- shirt. Bill Vidovich is the lead official this week. Yo, Bill. BV. Doesn't call many penalties. Perfect. Does that favor the 49ers or the Cowboys? I think it's going to favor the Cowboys because that killed them last year. And the Cowboys were really penalized, and that took away chunk plays in the matchup last year. They hit C.D. Lamb on a couple of big plays going back and watching. It got called back for holding or blocking the back. I mean, how many times was it Connor Williams? Oh, my gosh, here we go. Randy Gregory got penalized. I I think ultimately the less penalties, the better. We've seen that last week against Tampa Bay. I think it'll, it'll favor the Cowboys in this one. Fingers crossed. Uh, that that will be the case. Eric? It's a really good question. I, I think, but ultimately, yes, I just I don't want to see flags. It's just even just from an enjoyable watch of a game, I don't want to see many flags. And that really allows for, hey, these teams are, are going to get to decide it themselves and not have any interference here. And that's what I'd prefer. So give me no flags. I'll say that's advantage, Cowboys. Gavin? I will say because the Cowboys have fixed their penalty problem that uh, – it's probably neutral, but if anything, it's going to go against them because they need this Vinovich guy to call the penalties on the 49ers, and uh, maybe he won't do that. I think they'll play a clean game. Cowboys figured this out thanks to uh, you know leadership. Yeah. Uh, salute to the coaching staff getting it done. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like this favors the Cowboys, to be honest with you, because if, if they're not going to call holding penalties and it turns into what we were talking about with pass, I mean, Mike is going to get held. Okay, if Mike gets held in this game and we can clearly see it, then you see, then you're going to see Nick Bosa get held in this game too. So to me, I I think the advantage is the Cowboys because if you're talking about pass protection, let me hold their guys. You know, I mean, I understand it. Hey, you're going to need pass rush and stuff on the on the defensive side, but I'm kind of thinking about what's the key for us. We all agreed right here. It's going to be pass protect, or it's going to be you know blocking, right? Be able to block well. So if you let me hold in a game. That helps me block. Mm-hmm. So the Niners, the Niners have been called for more holdings than average uh, this year by about twenty five percent more than average. Yeah. So they're a, they're a holding kind of team. Hopefully, you know uh, that that gets recognized. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Gavin, for you the final one here. Did the news from practice on Thursday about Brett Maher not missing a kick make you feel better? Uh, no, because I, I think it's the same as being on uh, a driving range compared to uh, an actual golf tee, you know. And so I won't, I, I, I cannot be, uh, I, I cannot be calmed by by the concern until I see him uh, do it a couple of times in a game. Yeah, I'm still more concerned than not, but I definitely feel better about it. If we heard that he was sucked in practice all week, then it's then you have no hope for the game. He at least gives me a little sliver of hope that this dude can get it figured out for Sunday. I'm confident in Brett. I think Brett's going to be okay. Yeah, I kind of if you, if you look at my score, I and I did it on the with the Cowboys this morning. I said 31-28 Dallas, and I had Maher making the game-winning field goal. So I'm confident that they can get this thing done. We'll see. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, Brian. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. When we return, look at this. It is time to talk with Stephen Jones, get his thoughts on this big game coming up next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.